Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hello and welcome to episode 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 of the Film Fight Podcast. Mitch Spinell and Mikey Rogers sitting here again and we are back after taking a bit of a break. How are you, Mikey? Good. We're back. We're back. I love it. I'm blanking on where that's from. Yeah. Oh, no. I just got it. I just got it. Uh, Poltergeist? Sure. No. No, that's They're Here. What's They're Here. Yeah. What's We're Back? We're Back. What is that? I don't know. I've just been saying it. This is a movie podcast. Years of theater. That's just what we say when we're back from a break in rehearsal. This is going to... We're back. This is going to bug me. I can't remember where... Your boss actually sent me uh, a really cool website. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know what a quote's from, you Uh, type it in. I guess it is Poltergeist. Oh. I... I don't know. We're off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Getting movie quotes wrong. Uh, we didn't pick. I mean, a lot of our picks weren't nominated for Best Picture at the announced uh, Oscar nominations this year. I don't even know what those are. So, so I have the ones listed up here. We're going to get to oh, the here in a little oh, okay. bit. Um, uh, I'm not. Yeah. Ha- just so everybody knows for the record, I, Mikey Rogers, um, I do not support the Academy right now. I'm very upset and I will be boycotting. Good. The Oscars. Well, good luck no, getting not, your not film for, nominated one day, buddy. Not not for uh, political reasons or anything. Mm-hmm. I just think that they like to pick the pressing crap. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's okay. no. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Dune was an uplifter. Yeah, you didn't Dune see, had me you so didn't happy. See Belfast and think to yourself, "Wow, that's actually Belfast was kind of a." Uh, Uplifty kind of one. I think the happiest movie in there was King Richard. King Richard's up there. Um, Well, here, let's get into the actual nominees because I have the ones listed up here. The one that was most nominated, if I'm not mistaken, was Power of the Dog, which got 12 nominations. Mm -hmm. Good Uh, for Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm very happy for him. He's one of my favorite actors. He honestly could win the acting Oscar this year. I don't know. That is a movie that I would like to watch. Oh, Campion Um, directed that. I like her. Here's my thing. I'm just going to get into this real quick while you're getting your um, Oscar uh, nominations put up. The reason that I'm upset with the Oscars, Mitch, is because the last five or six years, and I know throughout history, we've all, like, it's like every every year there's something big that happens. But it seems like, and maybe it's because I'm older, I'm getting older, right? People want to fight with each other about the littlest things anymore. If you look at what happened with the Super Bowl, my whole feed on on Sunday night was the halftime show was awesome. I hated the halftime show, but it was cool, but it was terrible. And I'm just like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. If you like it, why would you fight somebody who didn't like it? We have different opinions. I mean, you're already watching a game where it's two fan bases going against each other. You really thought that there would be... I know, but it's just everything is polarizing anymore. So the reason that I even bring this up is because the Oscars, it seems like every freaking year they pick the most depressing crap to put in front of an audience, and yes, I understand there, there. It's art. It's all art. A lot of these movies, and I'm not taking anything away from the directors or the writers or the actors or anybody who's worked on these movies. That's not what I'm saying. But it just, to me, really sucks. And yes, I am a superhero movie enthusiast. That is what I enjoy to watch. So, is this opinion a little biased? Of course it is. But to me, Spider-Man: No Way Home was a very, it was a fantastic movie, and the fact to me that the only MCU movie that got nominated for Best Picture was Black Panther, yep. 
that bothers me because Black Panther was good and I'm not going to take anything away from it. But you're going to sit here, not you, but the counter argument and sit here and tell me that Black Panther was better than Spider-Man. I don't know. I, I don't personally believe so. I mean, but that's but it's with hindsight now. Right. And it's not like it's not like there was all these like big movies. Remember how we were talking the other day, the year with Forrest Gump? What were yes. those movies? 94. So 94, this was back when uh, the Oscars only had five Best Picture nominees. You had Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. uh, The Shawshank Redemption, right. Pulp Fiction, okay. Quiz Show, okay. and Four Weddings and a Funeral. That That's probably the most comedic of the five. Right. But So you had Pulp Fiction? Mm-hmm. R- read them again. Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank. Quiz, show, Quiz Show, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Four Weddings and a Funeral. And then, of course, Forrest Gump was the winner. Okay. So... Let's just say Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, and uh, Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. right? To me, it's like they're all great movies. They're just different genres. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like coin flip tournament. Who wins Best Picture that year? Sure. You know what I mean? A year like that, I get it. And there was only five nominees. Mm-hmm. But we're in a year with 10. And that happened because of what movie? Uh, well, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Well, it, it's... It was a big part of it because when The Dark Knight didn't get nominated, the year was out, which was in 2008. Eight. I, I think that's what really got by people pushing, the Academy pushing for that. And then the next year, they had 10 nominees. Right. And it's just, it seems like every year we pick the thing. So when I go to a theater okay. and I see a movie, I want to leave feeling something. Mm-hmm. Um, life, even though you and I both live lifestyles, like we do what we want to do for a living. I pay my bills by mm-hmm. doing what I want to do. Like, I'm not part of a system. I'm not a system worker. I don't clock in at nine to five, and that's what I have to do every single day. Yeah. Even for somebody like me, who has everything that they could ever ask for, okay? I still have struggles in my daily life. And when I go see a movie, I want to leave feeling some sort of energy. Okay. And I would, it, it just stinks that there's this just, and people like uh, Martin Scorsese say stuff like that superhero movies aren't real movies. And that's not true. A huge portion of the population watches eh, these things. Uh, yeah. I, I don't agree. Martin Scorsese has put out a lot of great work throughout his career. Doesn't mean his opinion's right. It doesn't mean that just because I enjoy superhero movies, that doesn't mean they're not real cinema. Of course they're real I, cinema. I think, he, I think he more so, and I don't want to stay on this topic for too long, I think he was more so just kind of critiquing the sort of uh, assembly line way in which the, the modern Marvel movies are made. Because if you go back, at, well, I, there's a clip of him online, I believe it was him talking about, and I don't need to keep uh, tooting the horn of this particular run of Spider-Man movies, but if you go back and, I think there's a clip on YouTube of him watching or talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, it, it's he's like really praising. It. It's like there's a a lot that was brought to the table here in this movie. Uh, well, okay, but I think there are, there are some movies that I think can truly transcend the genre. In my opinion, there are some, and there and, and a lot of the Marvel films are good, and a lot of the other kind of super films are very good. But I think they're kind of just good in their own genre. There are very there are only a few films that I think really transcend that. Now going back to what you said before, Black Panther. I don't know if that was the one. But it was a huge cultural phenomenon at the time. And, and it was. Were, and I'm not going to take that away from the movie. No. It, it, it did have a culture change. I mean, it, 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 it was a primarily black cast. Yep. Um, and it was a great story. 
And it had great acting. Chadwick Boseman was a legend. Michael yeah. B. Jordan is fantastic. Um, he's not my favorite as Killmonger, but I'm not going to like dock him as an actor because I didn't like him in ro- one role. There's roles that Tom Hanks have played that I didn't care for. I mean, any actor has those movies. You know what I mean? Um, but I just, I just wish that... Uh, it, it, the Academy wasn't so clicky. I mean, it just seems every year it's the same type of movies. We're having a candid conversation on the Oscars right now. And I'm, and I, I kind of see what you're getting at with nominations for especially Best Picture usually being the kind of more serious and yeah. more grounded kind of stories. Whereas, But you had your outliers. Toy Story 3 was nominated. Yeah, Toy Story 3 was nominated. Um, I, I was going to mention Up was another one. I think that was the year after... Uh, Dark Knight. I mean, there there are ones that have comedy in them that also can take some serious material, like Jojo Rabbit, for example, a few years back. It's, a movie that I've never watched and I want to so bad. Oh, it's good, yeah. 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 It, it just seems like something I would enjoy. I mean, you like uh, Taika Waititi's work in Marvel and Star Wars. I love so. Taika Waititi. Yeah. So I loved like him, him his work on The Mandalorian. Yeah. He's so part that, of the directing so team. So you would, like, you would like that. And then this year, it seems like they're kind of staying in that sort of ground. But I mean, West Side Story even is more like I'm just not going to watch it. Like I love Spielberg. I just don't. I don't like West Side Story. You gotta, you gotta give West Side Story a chance. Compared Dude, to some of I have a theater background. Okay, you know how many audition songs I've listened to in my life that are from West Side Story. Okay, and then you can listen to another version with Ansel Elgort and Rachel. And that's Ziegler. another thing. Why didn't In the Heights get nominated for I anything? I don't know. Anything. Maybe, maybe it just wasn't that good of a movie. Do I just not have taste? <laughs> because think about my favorite movies. All right. Yeah. Silver Linings Playbook, that yep. got nominated for a bunch of stuff, and it won. Yep. Jennifer Lawrence won Best Actress. Yep. But then my next favorite movie up here is uh, Knives Out. Yep. Well, it got, like, production design or something. It was something silly. Like I don't know. But it did get nominated for something, but it, did, it missed the Best Picture, and it missed um, Best Actor, which, whatever, because I thought... Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. He was fantastic. His, it uh, takes five minutes to get into it, but once you're once you're into his performance, you're like, wow, it's fun. Um, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. So look at all those movies. They're all drastically different. Silver yeah. Linings Playbook is not a comedy by any means. No, I mean... It's, it has light moments, yeah. but it also has some dark moments. Um, I just think it was a true and real story. And it, it, people who struggle with that sort of depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, those things, they understand that movie, and it shows that there's a chance of redemption. So, yeah, Silver Linings Playbook has a happy ending. I'm trying to look back and see what was the last, <laughs> I don't want to say pure comedy, but there have been ones, in the, there have been nominees in the last few years that have teetered on comedy, but they've been mostly, like, serious topics, like Vice, for instance, back in 2018. What was, was that one that just came out with Emma Stone, like, three years ago? It was. It's, like, an 1800s. Um, oh, um, uh, favorite. Yes. I went and saw that yeah. at, uh, the palace theater. Okay. Um, is that like a comedic thing or it's, it's funny, but it, it got it's nominated for best. Piece. It's a period piece. Period and, pieces do well in there. Yeah. Let's see. Lady bird is up there. I mean, lady birds also kind of serious, but also what, I mean, even this year, um, don't look up is a nom- another nominee and don't look up kind of teetered on comedy as well. Cause it's the same guy who did vice mm-hmm. also the same guy who did, uh, uh, the, the big short. And that's like how he got his, like he went from being the guy who made Will Ferrell comedies, which they're good in their own right to the guy who became like this Oscar darling of sorts. Yeah. So there's those, yeah, don't look up. You have uh, power of the dog. You have Belfast, which is like another like serious contender. People are saying that's Kenneth Brana who directed that. Uh, Coda, I don't, Coda is the one I don't know really anything about. I don't know much about the movie. Oh, it's, oh, it's the one, it's the, it's about the, 
the girl who's not deaf, but she she was born into a deaf family. Oh, that's right. Marley Matlin's that that I I need to go see that before before the ceremony. Drive My Car is an interesting one. It's a uh, a Japanese film. And then Dune obviously was my number one from last year. King Richard was a higher one up there, high one up there for me as well. Licorice Pizza was Paul Thomas Anderson's kind of return to directing. I didn't hear anything about that movie, and I was having I a conversation with Chad in the studio the other day, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I want to go see that movie." I'm like, what I don't are you think I've, about? I don't think I've ever seen a more 1970s it's a, is it aesthetic a, in a modern film. It really, I mean, it's not it's not glossy either. It right. looks like if you you could have easily seen those people in 1973 or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, let's go down the list of nominees and then find. Well, I was about to say, I got the, all those ones. Uh, Nightmare Alley, that's one that kind of slid under the radar during Spider-Man's run. And then West Side Story. So that's all the nominees that are up for Best Picture this year. I, I see. Now, Dune got nominated justly for the categories that got do- nominated. I agree. <sighs> I'm kind of rooting for Spielberg on this one or Power of Dog. I know I haven't seen West either Side, of them. West Side Story, I don't think is going to win. Yeah, I know, but... It's Steven Spielberg, and he's... He's won, he's won what, twice for Best Director? Mm-hmm. Had Schindler's List, should have had Saving Private Ryan. That's a, that's a topic for another day. Color Purple. No, he didn't win for that. I know, but he got nominated. Yeah, but I'm talking about wins. Oh, wins. I'm yeah, sorry. Because I think he was nominated... I think his first... I can't remember if his first Oscar-nominated film... I feel like it would have been... If it wasn't Jaws... It was Jaws, yeah. Jaws, obviously. Then uh, the next one was... Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, there you go. So it was it was Jaws. Then they skipped 1941 and Close Encounters and then went right to Raiders. 1941. I know you've talked about this on the show before. You really like it. I really like it, but it ruined his career. Just about. And then he yeah, came back. D- uh, did we ever talk about the story with 1941? Uh, yeah, but I think uh, oh, okay. I think That's so. just a fun story. The E.T. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, those are, but those are all, the nominees that we're looking at this year. Yeah, a lot of them could, unless, except for Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up was a little more accessible to, I think, like, more populous audiences. This is, and Dune, obviously. Dune was a, you said it uh, a few podcasts ago, it was like an indie filmmaker was given hundreds of millions of dollars to mm-hmm. do whatever he wanted, basically. Yeah, I just don't see it winning Best Picture. No, but it unfortunately. Was, but I think it, it deserves its spot. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's going to win. Could, but if it wins, I, sure. Maybe I, they could pull a whatever. Lord of the Rings, and because Lord of the Rings, I think, oh, was. God. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, that trailer was terrible. Okay, can I, can I, jump, can I jump ahead before you, going to your ramp i'm not really ranting i just had the you didn't comment like on you that. didn't like the new amazon series trailer the trailer was a trailer it was released? the trailer that gotcha. was gotcha yeah. that was during the super, super bowl. bowl yeah yeah I, I mean i don't know i i don't know i haven't seen lord of the rings i don't i, I thought it was a video game trailer at first because everybody looks so cgi'd I, I again, like, oh, I don't is have, this a new video game coming out? Oh, no, it's the show. This I don't, is bad. I don't have the eye for special effects that I think you do, so I can't really critique that. I mean, I'm not a special effects critic or a special effects expert by any means. That's not my domain. Yeah. But I've watched enough cinema, and I've worked in the stuff enough to know what's considered better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say I can't really give my opinion on it yet because I don't know. I haven't read Tolkien. I don't know a lot of the story. I know it's like a guy goes on an adventure. There's a ring, and then there's a little golem, and then there's a fight, and then he throws it into the volcano or something. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, she so summed it up. I, I I do. I feel like I need to give those 
those first three especially, they're just due because... Oh, man, yeah. Return of the King. It did win Best Picture. Yes, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm wondering if, like, it Dune was can, fantastic. can do the same thing. I it's... don't know. Return of the King, it's... So, they should have won... Yeah, how does how does Return of the King win even if, even if it's the third part of a book? If it's like the it's third not part the of the story. Well, it's the third book. There's three oh, it's books. Third well, book. there's four books. There's The Hobbit, which one book, but they broke it into three movies. Yes. Um there's The Fellowship and there's uh was yeah. it, uh Two Towers and yep. then the Return of the King. Now, Return of the King to me was an epic freaking movie. I'm sure. Uh, um I love that. It was that's probably the movie that got me into doing this stuff as a living. Uh, not I don't make movies yet, but I'm on my way. I have worked on one. I hope so, yeah. Um, um I was going to say uh before we get into our topic, can I talk about the movie I saw this weekend? Sure. So on Super Bowl Sunday, before we went out, I went to go see a uh, not a matinee because that's that's weekdays, but like <laughs> I went to the one fifteen showing at the Quaker Cinema. The first time I've, been, I've seen a new movie at the Quaker in a long time, and I went and saw Jackass Forever. <laughs> you said you enjoyed it. I really did, man. And it's like. I don't know if you grew up watching Jackass or any of the the movies that came out after its initial MTV run. Uh, I mean, I, not the movies, but I remember watching Jackass as a kid and being yeah. like, <laughs> "You yeah. got hit in the nose." Because like, it's just it's one of those shows where it was such a it was such a two thousands thing, especially early two thousands that it, they it's shocking that they were able to keep it going. Right. They made three movies already, which I think I only saw the third one in its entirety. The other two I've seen in clips and I have the third one on Blu-ray the first two I don't think are on Blu-ray unless I'm not looking in the right places but I'm gonna get this fourth one because it's amazing how even 20 some years after their initial run and this is gonna be the last one that they do because they can't keep doing this forever they're still pulling the same like hijinks and it's still hilarious (laughs) my theater was not very full on uh on Sunday it was only like maybe a quarter full and mostly everybody sat towards the back. Like I was only a few rows in. <laughs> I think I was, I unintentionally was the loudest laugh in the theater. I tried to like scale back my laugh because it was so empty, but everybody in that theater was laughing so, at the so appropriate like, times. It's every like, time. it goes like, <laughs> and then you're going <laughs> <laughs> like that, but you're like a half second behind everybody else. No, I was, I mean, I was up there, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't falling behind. And that's funny. No, I gave it uh, cause I'm all, I was going to say on Letterboxd, which do you have Letterboxd? Mm-hmm. You need to get that. That's a great, it's a movie review app that you can uh, go in and give like ratings to movies that you've seen. You can write like brief synopsises and people can like see them. So for example, you'd probably go on there and, Look up Knives Out, give it five stars, and then you go right over to Ghostbusters Afterlife, also give it five stars. What and movie then, is that? I never heard of that one. Really? It's no. the it's the fourth installment in the Ghostbusters mm, franchise. No, a, that, that never happened. That it has real. all the original cast uh, no, back. No, I had this weird dream the other night where I saw Paul Rudd in a Ghostbusters movie. But or I you, could, or just, you don't even like have to nightmare. review that one. You can go over to uh, Black Widow and also give it five stars for it. I uh, would give Black Widow five stars before I would this, this nonsense you're say, talking about. I was going to say, you're going to not you're gonna uh the more i think about black knowledge black widow the more the the more i think about it because like i said before black widow has likable moments okay i didn't care in ghostbusters you didn't care i didn't care all right i wanted all the marshmallows to die that's how cynical i am wow so yeah (laughs) i reviewed it i gave it uh i think did i give it five i'm i'm teetering between four and a half and five so it's on a goal it's definitely a gold rating Maybe a platinum. But Is it's it your good. best movie of 2022 so far? So far. So far. We are a month and a half in. Mm-hmm. And 
obviously there's going to be, be probably better movies than this, but who knows? Now, before we get back into Oscars, yes. I do want to... Uh, I there's an elephant in the room that I need to address. I'm not that fat. <sighs> Give me a break. No, no. no. <laughs> um, can we talk about the screenshot you sent me? Okay. So 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 so. There are some new releases coming out this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is one of I think it was one of my three most anticipated movies of the year because of my curiosity, not so much my excitement. We talked about it in the year in review episode. <laughs> one of my favorite video game series that I played is Uncharted and it's getting its first like adaptation into film this coming weekend mm -hmm. it's been a project that's long been in development for years gone through multiple directors Eight actors years. and yeah so uh, and things can change quickly you never know what these sorts of things but no uh, the movie's out Mitch it's it, not out. No, 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 not yet. It comes out this weekend. Yeah, it's it's coming out this weekend. There is but I'm saying, no way they can fix whatever problems are with I, it between. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that they're fixing the movie. It's not oh. like with Cats, where you remember when Cats had to like fix the CG after it came out because <laughs> oh, apparently yeah. it's there were so human bad. hands. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. But the Uncharted movie right now on Rotten Tomatoes, and again, this is Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't mean that these are objective ratings. These are just you know an assembly of critics' opinions. And eventually fans. The critical rating is at 48% right now. Mm, last time I checked, I don't think that's very good. Well, <laughs> a fresh rating is 60% or more. So that's the official, like, like regular ripe red tomato. And I don't know what certified fresh is. I think you have to be in the 90s. No, I've seen, I've seen, like, movies in the 70s and 80s get that. Oh, okay. I don't so know. I, I'm a, I, I don't know. And You know what movie was certified fresh and got snubbed for the Oscars, right? Uh, what is the joke? Spider-Man? It's just Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Black Widow might also have been certified fresh, so there you go. Oof. I got to look. <laughs> now I got to look up and see if the, the other film was. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm cautiously open-minded going into this movie, which we're going to see this weekend, because, mm -hmm. again, I really love this franchise of games. The first three, and then, of course, the fourth game, which came after it on the next generation of PlayStation, and also the Lost Legacy, which was like a spinoff that was also part of the newer uh, run. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to be a lot less harsh on the movie than you are. I've not played the not, Uncharted I don't, games. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be... I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be... Uh, harsh on it though because I, i'm open i'm keeping my mind open like i want this to be good right. even if it's not a faithful a, a, it doesn't have to be a wholly faithful adaptation i just want them to, to be able to get an entertaining respectful feel of yeah. a movie and and you know judging from what i've seen so far it hasn't been the most promising but there's aspects of it that i'm like oh, okay that feels like the game that feels like it that feels like it there are just two really big parts of it right now that I'm just like... You do realize Ooh. even if it just barely passes, there's going to be a trilogy. I, I, it passes. Like, oh, you like, pass, like passing grade? Passing grade. Uh, like, if it, it barely depends on the money. By. It depends on the money, obviously. And, you know, who knows if people are going to flock to see this or not. Uncharted is one of Sony's biggest properties as a company uh, yeah it's huge and if it if it I makes mean, money a, yeah it's if it makes money yeah. we're gonna get more and it's got people <sighs> in it that people like well I, the thing about the uncharted games is that i think even though it was very sizable enough to be a very prominent franchise as a game series i think it still really has like a hardcore fan base that 
the makers of the game really centered on. Even when uh, the original game developer, um, like the head of the game development, was let go after the third game, they do this fourth one with uh, with Naughty Dog, and you're like, okay, well, what, what's going to happen? Not not with um, Naughty Dog did the fourth game with the guys who did The Last of Us, and we're like, oh wow, this could be like uh, different or interesting. And and my unpopular opinion is is that I prefer Uncharted Four. To the Last of Us. I know Last of Us is considered a classic in the a video lot of game people world. love that game. Yeah, I I really like it. There's a lot of good. There's a lot to love about it. I don't know. I don't think anything beats Mario Kart. So, <laughs> look, I I just I'm a grandpa. I I knew that when I heard that Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg were going to play Nathan Drake and Sully. I'm just I, I knew it was not going to feel like 100 perfect casting, and it happens. I mean, I think Wahlberg was even at one point years ago, like in talks to play Nathan Drake, which I think would have worked more as like uh in his prime Nathan Drake yeah. rather than like what they're doing now which is sort of like the beginning. It honestly feels like in Uncharted 3 there are some flashback moments to where Nathan meets Sully for the first time. They're in some weird like foreign country and Nate pickpockets him and then they kind of like grow this mutual respect. It feels like they're trying to do that. It, it, it just like when you like when like when Spielberg made Raiders of the Lost Ark he didn't start with River Phoenix becoming Indiana Jones. He started off with Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones already, just in his peak. Yeah. He did that on purpose, too. Well, he did it, yeah, in the third game, or the third movie they ended up... Uh, well, no, I mean, but the the reason he did it was from the serials, the adventure serials yeah. that were on t- from the for- 30s yeah. and 40s. Yeah. So that's why he was like, yeah, they, these movies, they took place right in the center of the action. That's how our story's going to start. And a lot of movies do this now where it's, they kind of want to, they do the origin story, and it, it's prominent in the superhero genre, obviously, Tom Holland coming from that. And I get it. You want to cover all the bases. It's... Well, no, Tom Holland. They well, Spider Man. They kind of started him off as Spider Man. It's ironic. Yeah, that's ironic because he's the one. And I think that's why No Way Home hits so hard because yeah. even though he's six movies in, and now he becomes Spider Man. And yeah. that to me, that's like whatever. S- screw the Academy. I I, I don't even care. <laughs> I, I, if I get a movie made, when I will. I do not associate myself with the comments made by my partner Mikey Rock. I'm trying. I'm, I, I be- am embracing the if fact. If I ever like weasel my way onto a production one day and it gets nominated, I want to like be able to go on stage and bask in the You glory. don't want somebody to take the sound clip that some 18-year-old yeah. behind a computer just dug up from like 20 oh, years oh prior. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, we have a lot of those. That would be bad. The critics' consensus is already out for... You know how Rotten Tomatoes sometimes mm-hmm. will have like a, a brief synopsis of the, of the ratings? This is the Uncharted critical consensus right now. And again, there's no fan rating right now. Promisingly cast but misleadingly titled, Uncharted mines its best-selling source material to produce a disappointing echo of superior adventure films. I'm, I'm, I'm. This was live, people. I'm. It was live to Mitch. I'm. This was not planned. (laughs) I'm feeling depressed. Yeah, me too, buddy. Let's get into the debate. Okay. All right, so we wanted to do an Oscar sort of centric thing this week because of the nominations coming out, and we'll do an Oscars episode I think later down the line. Right, because the this uh, this is a dark time for movies. Yeah, you know, what yeah, you mean? but it's getting better. It's well, getting better. We're gonna yeah. have Uncharted. We're gonna have Morbius. There's gonna be other movies coming out. Did you just say Morbius? Um, Wait, is it? yeah, I said Morbius. Morbius doesn't come out till April, first of all. Oh, so we'll get Multiverse of Madness first and Batman. No, we'll get Batman first uh, and then Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness no. twenty fifth. Yeah, multi. 
Multiverse comes out in March. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. So All it's right, Moon well, Whatever. Uh, shut up, Mitch. Anyway, um, we wanted to do an Oscar-centric episode, and we wanted to do something that was relevant to like what Mikey was talking about, how he gets pissed that some of his favorite films don't get nominated for Best Picture. And we have two favorite films of ours that we wanted to stack up against each other, and they're kind of like at random because like I, I don't know... If anybody would debate these ever other than us. Mitch, how old are you? I'm 24. Okay, I'm 28. Mm-hmm. We're obviously going to pick movies that have come up in our lifetime. Yes. When, you know what I mean? Movies that are relevant to us. So bear with us, people. Go ahead. Oh, for my rating? Oh, um, I'm going to choose the movie that made the Academy go from five to ten selections in the best picture category. I'm going with The Dark Knight. And a movie that I don't know how it got left out in the year that it did, Knives Out. Again, I don't think anybody would ever debate. I'm trying to think, like, think of connective tissue when it comes to these two movies. Because uh, what is the... I'm, I'm trying to think of actors and, you know, producers and people who have worked on these films. It doesn't feel like these two films connect at all, but we're going to get into it. Uh, what am I else am I going to say about The Dark Knight that hasn't been said already? The Dark Knight is one is the most revolutionary film of the comic book genre that supersedes the genre itself. It becomes a crime th- thriller. It becomes a drama. It becomes something that was so accessible that it became the first superhero film to cross $1 billion at the box office, and it made the Academy take notice of the superhero movies like this with it also revolutionized the character of Batman even though you had Batman Begins three years prior it really ingrained what the character was to the masses and you have these fantastic performances obviously the one that stands out is Heath Ledger as the Joker and one of his final performances one of the best like character studies that you've ever seen out of an actor and then you got performances like Christian Bale and throughout a stacked cast directed by one of the hardest hitting directors working even today in Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. Oh yeah. When you get talent like that to do a genre film like this, it's unbelievable. And you see all these other comic book films come before and since then trying to supersede it. Even the producers or whoever it was that was working on The Batman, which is coming out this year, said they want to try and top the Dark Knight. That is where the bar is set right now. Not just for Batman films, but for all the films in its genre, and for a lot of films that are outside of it as well, like Knives Out. Right. Um, And real quick, um, so let's stay on the... Here's the thing. The thing about The Dark Knight that doesn't make sense to me, just to echo on what you're saying, because, yes, this is a debate, because I think Knives Out should have had a better chance of getting nominated, because I'm going to bring up that year in a second. But at least with The Dark Knight, it got nominated for Best Supporting Actor and won. It got nominated for Best Sound Editing and won. It got nominated for Best Cinematography, did not win. Best Visual Effects, Best Production Design, Best Sound Mixing, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, and Best Editing. How the hell do you get nominated for every aspect of a movie? Because those are pretty much all the things that put together a movie. And how does it not Get nominated for Best Picture. Because there was a bias against that sort of genre at the time. But it got nominated for for acting, cinematography, VFX, production design, sound mixing, makeup and hairstyle, and and editing. That's what it takes to make a movie. So it makes it hurt even more. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, 
So I agree with you on the Dark Knight. That pisses me off because it <laughs> and it won Oscars, okay? It and it got nominated for a bunch, but it couldn't even get a Best Picture nominee. No. And I get it. There were five movies that year instead of ten. If it was ten, it probably would have got nominated. But we don't know that because that's not what happened. The Knives Out year, though, really pisses me off. <laughs> okay. Because it was in 2019, and here were the nominees. Sure. Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Joker. Okay. Yep. Little Women. Mm-hmm. Marriage Story. We'll get to that in a second. I've seen that. 1917. Yep. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. And Parasite. And Parasite eventually went on to win. I never watched Parasite. I'm not going to knock that movie. It's pretty but good. The Irishman. You mean season one of The Irishman? What? It should have went to the freaking Emmys instead of the no, freaking no, 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 Oscars. No. <sighs> Marriage Story. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver. I watched it's one, it. It's one of the most realistic domestic disputes you've ever seen in your life. You're going to tell me that The Marriage Story is a better movie than Knives Out. And I'm not the only one who has this opinion because a lot of people were upset that Uncut Gems, uh, The Farewell, and Knives Out, but all three of those movies were snubbed yeah. from Best Picture that yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, that was a stacked year, I think. They, they could have been left out. I don't know. With these movies, Jojo Rabbit, again, I didn't see. I did see Irishman. I didn't see Little Women. I did see Marriage Story. Um, I watched clips of 1917, especially the way that it was made. 1917, man. That's a good, yeah. Um, And uh, I never saw Parasite or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All I'm saying is the movie is not, it could have been in the marketing, but it doesn't matter because if you're, on the board, voting for Oscars, you would have had to have seen the movie. Now, I went to the theater unexpectedly. Knives Out was not a movie that I ever wanted to see. I had a free afternoon, and I wanted to go see a movie, and I had no idea what to do. And I was like, okay, well, the cast of this seems pretty good. And I just walked in blindly. Had yeah. no idea. I do know the trailer was a more serious and less funny. But when you get into the movie, it's like a donut hole inside of a donut. That movie... It takes like five minutes to get used to Daniel Craig's accent, but he nails it as the uh, Longhorn, what is it, Longhorn, Foghorn, uh, Sherlock Holmes. It's Kinda. pretty much the character he plays, and he's hysterical. Uh, you have uh, Anna Diarmas, who is obviously the uh, female lead in that one. Yep. Uh, Chris Evans, who it, it, it star-studded from Very against type. Catherine Langford. Uh What's her name? Of uh, all the people, of all the people that are in the movie, you threw out Kathleen Langford. I'm a just thinking nothing against her. No, but what, uh, the, the Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Michael Lee Curtis, Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, yes. Keith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer. The movie, the dad from from Sound of Music. The whatever. The movie is brilliant. It's a great screenplay. Ryan Johnson directed it. Which yep. anybody who knows Ryan Johnson, he directed Star Wars: The Last Jedi. A lot of people hate it. I don't like it, but I could see where it would have been good if the studio didn't like loosen its. They they had it's him fine. on such a tight leash. It's fine. Um, but his directing in that movie is fantastic. I love the shots. I love the angles. I love the production design. Um, and it is captivating from start to finish. And it is it is not a serious movie. It is a dark comedy, and it is hysterical. And I've la- I laugh out loud. And it is my second all time favorite movie. And it got sh- it it sl- it gently got. Uh, surpassed by Spider-Man, but yeah. not by a lot because I love Knives Out. Yeah. Love it. I also love The Dark Knight, but if I had to pick between, if I had to pick between, and this way surprise you because I am the comic book movie guy, yeah. I would pick Knives Out. I'll, I think it's a better movie. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm very happy we chose Knives Out for this debate because I do want to do a debate later in time, Dark Knight versus Spider-Man because that would be an interesting one. Yeah, it would be. Now, 
there are two sub uh, categories that I think kind of sink your debate for me. Number one, you listed all the category or all the nominees of best picture that year compared to mine, which is a tougher category. My best picture nominees for that year included these uh, five: Slumdog Millionaire, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost versus Frost slash Nixon. I saw b- all Milk, of those and the Reader, and I've seen a lot of them too. I didn't see Milk and Reader. Um, maybe the reader was the only one, but I, I can tell you right now, none of those films stacked up to the Dark Knight. With your movie, oh, I, I can- saw Milk. Yeah, it's about Sean, Harvey Milk, Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah, this is a great movie. With with with, with Knives Out, I could I didn't see it beating Joker. I didn't see it beating 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I didn't even see it beating The Irishman or Parasite. Maybe Ford versus Ferrari. Maybe Marriage Story. Maybe Little Women, but. I, I don't know, dude. That's a stacked year. If you mention those other ones, the favorite and the Dark gems Knight didn't get in. Couldn't beat out Benjamin Button. That's what I'm saying. Like Benjamin Button to me it is not that have. good of a movie. Like I don't compared to the Dark Knight. Thought, these are all fine, capable movies. But it, first of all, Slumdog Millionaire is considered one of the lesser Best Picture winners. Yeah. So d- why is Dark Knight not on there? The fact that people can argue that and nobody's really de- arguing it for Knives Out that sinks in number one. Number two. With Knives Out, it's obviously a murder mystery. You, you're building up to who is the killer of one of the characters. But in the, the way film. that it's done is genius. It's an it's original a very, screenplay. It's very subversive. It's very you know crafty. But when you see the ending to it, I don't think you get more than that on the rewatch potentially. And I'm not saying that all movies need to be. Oh, de- I, on the I rewatch. disagree with that. I I've enjoyed the movie so many times since I watched it the first time. With the Dark Knight, I keep going back and seeing the calculation of the Joker's plan and all these little things that are just sank throughout. The, they're they're pieced throughout the film so that you can take in every single last detail multiple times, and you can still love to watch. I don't know. The amazing. The, okay, what stands out performance wise? Who stands out to you in Dark Knight? Because for me, I get. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger is Joker, yes. and I get um, you have Michael Caine as Alfred. Yeah, okay. you, and you could have Christian Bale and maybe... I, he's his, not my favorite Batman. I can't say that. That doesn't matter if he's not your favorite. He's I, still putting I, up a solid he's performance. All right. uh, you get um, Aaron Eckhart as... As Two-Face. He's good. Yes. He's fine. But, I mean, look at the cast of Knives Out compared to the cast of The, the Dark I would, Knight. I would put this Christopher Nolan compared to Knives Out. Uh, I will give you this. Christopher Nolan is a better director than Ryan Johnson. Sure. Christopher Nolan got the most out of his cast. Mm-hmm. Even when some of the people in the movie The Dark Knight, actor-wise, they're not my favorite actors. Christopher Nolan got the most out of them. Who are you looking okay? at right now that's not... Uh... Christian Bale. I mean, I like him, but he's not He's not a standout to me. And okay. he's... I don't... This I don't dislike him as Batman. That's not what I'm saying. I think I think he I think Heat's performance was so revered that it's so when you good. look at a hero versus a villain, you obviously would think the hero should be like the standout, obviously, but the villain is playing ball just as well as he is, so it's equal. Right, but knives out every actor has a great performance in it. Yes. It's well I mean, to me, like uh uh Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic. Sure. Anna Armas, she's the standout of the movie. She's funny. She knows when to play serious, scared. She knows comedic timing. Daniel Craig blows it out of the water uh, with uh, his Detective Blanc. Love it. Yeah. Um, in Knives Out, you also have Chris Evans, who just got off his stint as being Captain America, and he comes in and he, he plays the bad guy, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um and you have this brilliant writing. That's what stands out to me about Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Though Ryan Johnson directed a great film, the writing the writing is kind of foolproof. Well, now somebody could screw it up. But 
my point is the, the writing's just so good. The director doesn't have to do as much when the writing's that good. You know what I mean? Um, whereas The Dark Knight, a lot of cliches in it. I love The Dark Knight. A lot of cliches? What the, are you talking the about? The writing here? is like... No, I disagree. The <laughs> writing is so nuanced that it adds it's, to this I'm, amazing looking world from the cinematography well, that was done by... I'm, the cinematography... Wally, the, Wally Fister, who uh, has worked on many uh, great films. I'm not going to take the cinematography... Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard scored together. I am not going to take... on everything that Knives Out has in music. Who the hell did the music for Knives Out? Dude, you know I love superhero movies. That, 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 not I don't about care who did the score. Nathan the, Johnson. The script. Did, it's the script. The script of Knives Out is fantastic. So is the Dark Knights. Yes, but I guess it comes down to preference at this point because Fine. the Dark Knight, Dark. I again, it's one of those movies that are in my top ten of all time. Okay, and it will never leave because it is so monumental and so perfect. But in in my world, in the world of Mikey Rogers, okay, I rate Knives Out a better movie. In my top. 10. How about this? How about this? How about the fact that Dark Knight is more culturally influential than Knives Out? Knives oh, Out yeah. was, was built from a genre that had already had its peak in the past with things the like Dark Murder Knight on the was Orient Express. One of the best things that could have happened to the superhero genre. It, it did that. It it made a lot of stories more grounded no, and darker, but for better Out, or worse. Knives Out was uh was monumental in the whodunit genre, in the murder mystery it, it genre. It kind of brought it back for a bit, but the Dark because Knight had dec- had years worth of 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 influence. Right, it had Batman comics. That's what I'm saying. Like, not just Batman, man. You, it made Superman a dark hero with Man of Steel. They tried to do the same thing with him there. Don't get me started. Spider-Man You'll tried never... to do it with Amazing Spider-Man. I hate Fantastic Four. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're as good as The Dark Knight. But I'm just saying failed. that that movie was so popular and it was so well done that people were like, it "Wow, we need to do our movies like that now." It did influence a lot of those movies. You're yes. right. That's why I'm interested to see the Batman that's coming out. Sure, and I'm very because. I don't think you can outdo the Dark Knight. I just don't think it's possible. They're gonna try, man, and, I'm ho- and I hope I hope it's a good effort. I I do hope that. I don't know. I, Knives. I I think maybe the path. Both movies should have got nominated. Yeah, like, I know. At the end of the day, we shouldn't even be arguing this. This shouldn't be a com- <laughs> a, a topic because to me, the Dark Knight had an easy way in, and to me, Knives Out also had an easy way in, and they yeah. both got snubbed. Yep. Now, I, I the Dark Knight crushed yours it got on- snubbed with ten nominees. Mine got snubbed with five and made it ten. Case closed. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. Back again. I'm like arguing back and forth because I'm arguing for Knives Out, but I'm also arguing I, for I the know, Dark Knight. I know we're not thing. we're not saying yeah the film sucks. I'm just saying that. You know. But you mean to tell me the Curious Case of Benjamin Button is and this is on your point is better than the Dark Knight? Like it's not. Like it's an interesting idea. You reverse aging and Brad Pitt's good in the movie, but like yeah, I, I don't. I, I, how does that beat the Dark Knight for Best Picture as a nominee? To me, it doesn't. And if the Dark Knight's gonna win all of these other huge awards. Like, and get nominated for literally every aspect that it takes to make a movie. Well, you're making the argument for me because you're arguing that The Dark Knight should have won it over these things. I don't think but that Knives Out should have won it, over the no, other nominees of that year. I do. I do. I don't. I'm, I saw Marriage Story. I did too. The movie's crap compared to Knives Out. I don't necessarily agree with that. <laughs> it's fine, but it's crap compared to Knives Out. Maybe there's one or two nominees I could have put Knives Out over, but not. No, I, I can't even put it over Uncut Gems or The Favorite. I can't even put it over that. It wasn't The Favorite. It's Farewell. The farewell, whatever it is. It was the favorite. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, yeah. I argued for your movie, and you still want my movie out. Isn't that the point of a debate? Yeah, I guess. Yes. Whatever. Also, my last point before we go. Mine, mine, my movie got these actors into a critically acclaimed movie. Anthony and Michael Hall, Michael Jai White, 
Eric Roberts, and U.S. Senator Patrick Leahy, who was also in a bunch of other Batman stuff. So there you go. I, li- I like that those guys are in a critically acclaimed Oscar-nominated movie. I don't know why. I just wanted to shout this out. My movie out. took the, the, the suicidal girl from 13, 13 Reasons, Reasons Why, why and, and I made bar- her fun. I, I barely rec- remember her in the movie. I know. Anna DeArmas was really good in that movie. Yeah, though. she's good in a lot of stuff. She's, 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 she's going to be uh, Marilyn Monroe. She is. She's going to be Marilyn Monroe? They're making a movie with her. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, she's a good actress. I just... Okay. Look, I just want to see Anna de Armas in a Marilyn... I, I almost said Marilyn Manson wig. Marilyn Monroe wig. Okay, on that note... Yeah, let's end it here. Let's, okay. be, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Uh, let's see. What would we got? Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, at Mikey the Film Guy on Twitter, at Mitch Spinell on Twitter. Give Follow me, me on Letterboxd, Mitch Spinell. Give me a reason to go on Twitter. Follow me. And also go on Spotify and like vote. We'll have a poll up there. Vote who won the debate. Uh, what's your favorite uh, movie that didn't get nominated for Best Picture? Throw it, Even throw one that didn't win Best Picture, because there's so many classics that didn't win Best Picture. Raiders of the Lost Ark, well, Star Wars. Well, that's going to be another debate. Jaws, you know. I'm We're sh- going to take a nominated one and, yeah, I was and say, decide. And, and throw another debate topic towards us. Because yeah, like, we're always looking for something. Yeah. Do it. So, um, yeah, so that's the, the podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy, the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.